0: Hi listeners, it's Alex here. We're back with another readout episode this week. Unfortunately, our guest that was scheduled is uh, Moving Cities. Uh, So we're hoping to have that guest, Jeremy Appel, uh, next week to discuss the Halifax International Security Forum, which he recently wrote about for us at The Maple. Uh, This week, I'm going to just read out some reporting we did on the so-called Alberta Sovereignty Act, this bill which uh, Premier Daniel Smith tabled this week and subsequently was ruthlessly panned by legal experts by the business community even so the piece I I wrote basically just focuses on the legal aspects uh, so that's what I'm going to read out shortly just as a by way of a quick update today December 1st on Thursday uh, apparently according to reporting by CBC News uh, this pressure From, you know, really all fronts is basically seems to have put enough pressure on Danielle Smith that she is now considering some changes. According to this report published today, uh, she has suggested that the provincial government is open to changes to the proposed Sovereignty Act. Uh, it's not clear what exactly those changes would be, um, but it does seem that the barrage of criticism that she received for it uh, has had an effect. Now, the Alberta Sovereignty Act, just to provide listeners with a bit of context, who, uh, if you're like me, outside of Alberta, basically this was Danielle Smith's signature piece of legislation that she pitched during the UCP leadership race, which subsequently resulted her in her becoming Premier, So this is really her kind of, you know, defining act, if you like, but it's been uh, really, really brutally lambasted. So without further ado, I'm going to get right into this piece that we published. Uh, it's titled Danielle Smith's Alberta Sovereignty Act Lambasted by Critics. Uh, and this was published uh, today, Thursday, December 1st. Alberta Premier Danielle Smith introduced Bill 1, the much-anticipated Alberta Sovereignty Act, on Tuesday, prompting a stream of intense criticism from experts and analysts who say the bill is unconstitutional and undermines democracy. As reported by CBC News, Smith's signature legislation would grant her cabinet new powers to bypass the Legislative Assembly and unilaterally amend provincial laws. The bill describes how the Alberta government plans to not enforce federal legislation policies or programs that it decides are, quote, harmful to Alberta's interests or infringe on the division of powers in the constitution. CBC explained further that the, quote, legislation would allow cabinet to direct provincial entities, including municipalities, municipal police forces, post-secondary institutions, school districts and regional health authorities, not to enforce federal laws. Smith told reporters that she hopes she never has to use the bill, but added, quote, I hope that we've sent a message to Ottawa that we will vigorously defend our constitutional areas of jurisdiction and they should just butt out. However, over the course of Tuesday evening and Wednesday, experts and other critics scrutinised the bill and lined up to pan its contents. University of Waterloo political science professor Emmett McFarlane called it the, quote, most unconstitutional bill in Canada's modern history. He writes, It is every bit the assault on the constitutional division of powers, rule of law, and democracy her initial descriptions foretold. But for an added surprise, it includes an additional assault on responsible government and the separation of powers in the form of provisions that would allow the government to unilaterally amend legislation any legislation in the legislature's stead. So Bill 1 states that before the government makes changes, the Alberta legislature must first determine whether federal laws are unconstitutional or harm the province's interests and pass resolutions accordingly. This is the important distinction here, which uh, we're going to come to in a moment. The the enabling um, act within the legislature, if you like, is not passing a piece of legislation determining uh, federal laws are unconstitutional, but rather just a, le- a resolution, which is something different. So once those resolutions are passed, the bill gives the Alberta government a free hand to make changes to any laws or order provincial agencies and institutions to, quote, "...ignore or violate federal law, even criminal law," McFarlane explained. Constitutionally, only the courts get to determine whether a federal law intrudes on provincial jurisdiction, McFarlane noted, meaning Smith's bill is also an attack on the role of the courts. While the bill will likely be struck down by the courts, this will take some time, he noted. Any measures involving the federal government that are being floated to stop it more quickly would likely trigger a constitutional crisis. McFarlane concludes, quote, This is a bill drawn up by deranged constitutional saboteurs. Similarly, Mount Royal University political science professor Dwayne Bratt tweeted, quote, During the UCP leadership race, I had assumed, wrongly, that the Sovereignty Act was about asserting Alberta's sovereignty vis-a-vis federal government, It is actually granting massive new powers to the Premier slash Cabinet vis-à-vis federal government, the Alberta legislature, and all Albertans. In other words, what he's getting at there is that this isn't just about sticking it to, you know, Trudeau and Ottawa. This is actually more about, um, well, not necessarily what it's about, but what it in fact does through its text is to give sweeping powers to uh, the Premier and Cabinet of Alberta. So unsurprisingly, Alberta NDP leader and former Premier Rachel Notley Pledged that her party would immediately repeal the bill if it wins the next provincial election. Quote, no government should have the power. Danielle Smith is giving herself with the sovereignty act. Tweeted Notley on Wednesday, she has no mandate for this. No government has a mandate for this. The NDP leader called on UCP MLAs to immediately revoke the act. Speaking to reporters on Wednesday, Smith insisted that quote, we know that Albertans want us to act on this. According to CBC, Alberta's Justice Ministry stressed that any proposed changes made by Cabinet to federal laws would need to be included in the resolutions first approved by the legislature. However, University of Alberta law professor Eric Adams told the CBC that legislatures don't set laws through resolutions. the idea that the democratic legitimacy of whatever the cabinet does can be traced back to and authorised by a simple vote on a motion is fundamentally flawed reasoning, he said. Writer David Kleimenhager suggested the bill reflects an apparent desire among Smith's advisers to engineer a constitutional crisis. He writes, Perhaps they will succeed with this, although it seems likely that the first place the Sovereignty Act will be going is to court. Where chances are good, the judiciary will make short work of it. He continues, of course, when that happens, it will give Ms. Smith an excuse to pursue a more openly separatist agenda, which, while it is unlikely to succeed, will certainly harm Alberta and Canada. Asked about the bill, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau said Wednesday, quote, We're going to see how this plays out. I'm not going to take anything off the table, but I'm also not looking for a fight. We want to continue to be there to deliver for Albertans. So there you have it. That's the really, uh, pretty, uh... <laughs> thorough panning that this piece of legislation has had. We'll be following how this develops over the coming days and weeks. And uh, yeah, remember, you can go to readthemaple.com and press subscribe and get all of our updates on our political news, uh, our reporting on current affairs, on foreign affairs. And uh, yeah, if you want to become a paid subscriber, you can do so for $7 per month and help us to continue putting out this content week in, week out. Thanks for your support and thanks for listening.